welcome to a new episode of Time to Shine. This is your host, Oscar Santolaya. Time to Shine presents you interviews with successful public speakers who share their experience and secrets with you in a weekly podcast. Hello and thank you for joining this show today. We have a really special surprise for this episode. I'm going to present you the voice master Roger Love. Roger Love is recognized as one of the world's leading authorities on voice. No other vocal coach in history has been more commercially successful in both the speaking and singing fields. Love has vocally produced more than 100 million CD sales worldwide, written three top selling books, created numerous best-selling audio and video programs, and appeared as a regular in three major network TV shows. He lectures around the world on vocal transformation for both speaking and singing. Hello, Roger. Hello, good morning here in Los Angeles. <laughs> good evening here in Helsinki. <laughs> It's a pleasure talking with you, Roger. Very welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Roger, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself, something personal or your, your latest projects? Well, some of my latest projects are my live events. I absolutely have a very small goal for my life, and that is I want to save the world. But my saving the world is one voice at a time mm -hmm. by, changing, by changing people's voices so that they communicate in a way that changes their lives. And so I love working one-on-one -on -one with people and seeing those transformations. But over the last few years, I've really focused on my live events. And now I can have the incredible experience of filling a convention center with mm -hmm. anywhere between 300 to to 800 people who will come and spend a few days with me because they realize how important voice is. And so that's a, it's a, it's a lovely new experience for me to get up on stage and have seven or 800 people stay with me emotionally and vocally and learn for three or four days. Wow. So you have been, you, you have been doing for some time or most recently. I also saw you in, when you say live event, I also saw you in Periscope. You appeared recently, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm looking for every opportunity to reach people that are ready to learn about voice and to change their communication styles so that they can have greater success in their businesses and greater success in their personal relationships and, and better self-confidence. So Periscope is a, is a new platform that's very exciting because there's over about 15 million people that have downloaded the Periscope app, mm -hmm. but there's only a very, very small percentage of people that are creating content So there's these millions of people are waiting for something interesting to learn. And I'm happy to be at the forefront of providing such information. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, I watched some of your Periscope shows and I also noticed that you have many followers already. That's really good. 
it's always nice to to speak and have people want to listen. <laughs> yes. It's no fun singing for an audience of zero. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Roger, I have been following your, I acquire your method, vocal power. I've been uh, listening to it many times and, well, getting better thanks to that. And I know you mentioned there that you started coaching singers, right? But now you are also, and I think more primarily coaching speakers. So tell us, when did that start? When did you start coaching speakers? Well, for the first, I would say, 17 years of my career as a mm -hmm. voice coach, I focused primarily on singers. When, mm -hmm. I was, when I was 16 and a half years old, I was the voice coach for the Beach Boys and for Earth, Wind and & Fire and for uh, the Jacksons and for all kinds of major superstars. And I really enjoyed teaching singing because all of my background was in music as a singer myself, as a musician myself. So I, I loved working with singers. But about 17 years later, when I really felt I was becoming an, an excellent singing teacher, speakers like Anthony Robbins and John Gray and Susie Orman and people like Glenn Beck, they started reaching out to me. And these were speakers that had tremendous audiences. Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins regularly gets up on stage and can speak for anywhere between a thousand people to 50,000 people. So these, these speakers have incredible platforms and actors like Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin Phoenix and Jeff Bridges, they started coming to me and they just wanted to work on their speaking voices. And so I put together a program that was based on everything that I knew about music and everything that I knew about singing and everything that I knew about influence and presentation. And I put together over the next years a system that would teach speakers and presenters and influencers how to communicate on a superstar level. And now my practice is about 50% singers and about 50% speakers and presenters. Wow, excellent. Well, many people speak in public often, so they are they they already have beaten the stage fright, so they are confident. They do it very often, but you can notice in many cases that their voices are not so good as they could be. So why it's so important to develop a powerful voice? Well, I will agree with you partially mm -hmm. and, and also add to what you just said. Mm -hmm. Just because people are getting up in front of audiences or stepping in front of video cameras or doing podcasts and recording them does real does not mean really that they have complete that they have completely overcome stage fright. It doesn't okay. it doesn't mean that at all. It just mostly means that they're managing stage fright and they found a way and a skill set that gets them able to communicate and get over enough stage fright to do it. But here's the reason that people really need to learn how to speak better. And it's because the audiences, the listeners, they are making value judgments about you as soon as you open your mouth. If they don't know you, 
they start, when they hear you, they start to ask themselves all kinds of questions about you. They're trying to create a relationship. So you start to speak and they start to hear you. And then they, they start trying to figure out who you are. So they, they ask themselves random questions like, how old are you? And, and why are you wearing glasses? Or why are you wearing a red shirt? Mm-hmm. Or how much money do, you, do I think that person has in the bank? Or is that person married? Or does that person have kids? Or what <laughs> college did they go to? And so worse than asking these random questions to try to get to know you because they don't, they start answering those questions. Mm-hmm. And now they've decided, well, you're probably this old and you probably have this much money in, in the bank and you're probably married but you, and you probably have one kid or two kids. So they're creating these what I call false relationships and false expectations about who you are. So this takes seconds because we, we used to believe that people had a few minutes before the listeners judged you. But now science proves that we have seconds before people decide whether they like you enough to listen to your content, to listen to your message. When people tune into your show, Oscar, you are hoping that they'll give you a little bit of time to decide whether you you have valuable content. But the truth is, they've already decided in about three or four seconds whether they like you enough. So knowing that people are so quick to judge, so quick to decide whether they like that person's voice or not, so quick to decide whether they want to listen to more, we have to perfect our vocal presentation style so that we capture those audiences in seconds if we ever really want to have relationships with them, if we want to have them as regular viewers, if we want to sell something to them, if we want to join with them in some endeavor. So do you understand? Voice is important because it immediately ties people or separates them apart. And it's, um, it's similar to body language. In many cases, it's, uh, you don't notice, it's something you don't notice at, at first, right? But as you say, people are already judging in, in just, in just few seconds. And it happens also not only when you are on, on a stage, right? You are not only when you are in a radio show or a podcast, also in a one to one conversation is, is the same. Absolutely the same. Anytime sound comes out of your mouth <laughs> and other people hear you, they're judging how they feel about it. And so what I teach my experts, my students, what I teach them is that there are three main points that they need to learn to be great influencers and great communicators. One, they need to have the ability to control the perceptions of other people almost immediately. Okay, that's one. They need to be able to decide how other people perceive them. Okay. Now, number two, they need to be able to move people emotionally. And that's what's so, so dramatically important. When you open your mouth to speak, you're trying to make people feel something. So if you can't move them emotionally, they, they will not pay attention to you. They will not listen to you. They will not stay with you no matter how special you are or how good your content is. So number one, you have to control perceptions of people. Number two, you have to be able to move them emotionally. And number three, you have to be able to predetermine the outcome you desire 
for each conversation you enter into. So what I mean by that is when you and I are talking today, I've predetermined my outcome. I want to forward our relationship. I want to be a great teacher so that the people that are listening to your recording will learn things. I want to inspire people. I want to be entertaining. I want people to smile when they listen to me. I want people to seek out more information from me. So these are my my goals for the outcome of the conversation. So now I know I'm going to have to deliver sounds that will make that happen, move people emotionally, control their perceptions, and also make them connect with me so that I've predetermined the positiveness of the communication. Yeah, so these are the main three points that are needed. And could you develop a bit more each or so how to how to reach, how to accomplish each of these uh, points? Yes, I will, I will give you a few of the most important things that your followers can do to achieve all three of those major points in my system. First point, here's what they need to work on. They need to add more melody to their voices. When I say melody, I'm talking about exactly the same kind of melody that a great song has. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you listen to a song, the notes go up in a pattern and then come down in a pattern, but there's a, there's a pattern of notes that go up and down. The notes do not stay on the same note. Songs don't do this. Now I'm singing and there's only one note. My piano only has one note and I only sing one note, so this is not a very good song. A piano has 88 keys. Some pianos have 90 keys. A Bosendorfer, which is a German piano, has 90 keys. But in general, a piano has 88 keys and a voice can access a great number of those keys. Mm -hmm. But most people limit themselves to pretending when they speak as if they were broken down piano with one note. So they just stay on the same note. And that's called monotone. So when you stay on the same note, you are boring. You are lifeless. You are so not entertaining. You have just put everyone to sleep. So you need to add melody. You need to go up and you need to come down. You need to mix up the melody. So sometimes you're going up and sometimes you're going down and only rarely are you staying on the same note. What people don't realize is that they are guilty, most people, of being semi-monotone. So they need to record themselves mm -hmm. and then they need to practice using more melody, forcing themselves to go up Some of the notes go up the scale, some of the notes go down the scale, and some of the notes stay on the same note. Can you hear when I'm doing that? Yeah, yeah, I can notice. <laughs> Here I'm going up the stairs, walking up to higher and higher notes. Now I'm walking down the stairs, going to lower, 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 lower notes. I need to practice it by reading from, from anything. You could read any copy, you could read any text, you could just talk ad lib about, about your day and record yourself trying to add more melody because melody is the number one way that makes people hang on the words you're going to speak. 
Melody is the number one way that helps move people emotionally. Mm-hmm. Melody is the number one way that makes the things you say come to life. So if you want to be a great speaker and control the variables of what I said earlier, you have to practice adding more melody. Now, in the beginning, when you start to add more melody, you might feel a little funny. And there are <laughs> because you might think of yourself more as a cartoon character. As you start to add melody, you think, hmm. This isn't real because I'm going up and I'm going down. But the more you think it's unusual, the more you actually have to realize that you've probably been doing monotone. Because when you add a lot of melody, if it sounds very foreign to you, it's because you haven't been adding any melody. And you need to get used to it. You need to practice it. And you need to deliver that extra melody to the people that are listening to you because they will love it. Okay, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, most people don't speak loud enough. Mm, true. We've just come through uh, a decade, let's say, of people who really communicate a lot less. Everyone's email and texting. So in the last 10 years or so, really, there have been complete, complete businesses and relationships that just happen from texting and from emailing. <laughs> with no sound. But I believe that the communication of our world has changed. And Periscope and FaceTime and and YouTube and 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 the way that people sell products now are is different. And and so we are heading into or we are we have actually we are actually in a particular part of the communication style of the world that is more sound based that's why that's why apps like periscope have come up people want to speak out and we have the platforms to do it we have the internet to do it we have social media to do it but all of a sudden now when we're speaking out we're still we're not used to it anymore because we've spent so much time hidden behind computer keyboards mm-hmm. so so one of the one of the remnants of that text age is lack of volume. So people need to speak louder when they're communicating, communicating one-on-one, communicating on the phone, communicating on video, communicating on Skype. They need to speak louder. They need to pretend that the person or people they're speaking to are actually farther away from them. So we speak a lot of times as if we're only speaking into a microphone, mm. a microphone that's in our headset the microphone that's in the computer, the microphone that's sitting on our desk. But we need to fill the room with our volume. We need to be louder. So when we do that, we engulf the people who we're speaking to in sound. And that feels good for them. They feel like it's it's a moving experience. So the goal is to fill whatever space you're in with sound. Now, most people are afraid of getting louder because they're afraid of volume equating with anger. Because when people get loud, sometimes other people perceive them as being angry. So I've solved that. You can get louder, but only when you add more melody, which Mm -hmm. is what I taught you first. If you add melody to the volume, there is no perceived anger yeah not possible (laughs) 
not possible because people that are angry don't speak with melody. <laughs> only, only people that are happy speak with melody. So if you're louder and, and you speak with melody, then the people will be more moved emotionally. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, number three, you must change the way you breathe mm. to create more melody, to create more volume, to create more resonance, to have more impact, to have more influence, to be a, a greater presenter. You have to change the way that you breathe. Most people breathe in through their mouths. And so every breath that they take in through their mouths dries up their throat and dries up the vocal cords. We were born breathing in through our noses because there are filters in the nose called turbinates. And when you breathe in through your nose, that air becomes moist air. So then when it goes to your throat and when it goes to your vocal cords, it does not dry out your vocal cords. Dry vocal cords create hoarse voices so that you may have a whole day to speak, but your voice is only going to last 45 minutes because your vocal cords and your throat are dry. So you need to learn to breathe in through your nose only while your mouth is closed. So you close your mouth, you breathe in through your nose, you pretend that you have a balloon in the upper part of your stomach area mm -hmm. so that when you inhale, the top part of your stomach comes forward. And then when you speak, your stomach comes back in slowly, helping to push that air back out of your mouth. It's called diaphragmatic breathing. And that's the way great speakers need to learn how to breathe in order to create great sound. If you're taking shallow breaths mm -hmm. through your mouth and not letting your stomach come forward and then not letting your stomach come in while you speak, there's no possible way to have an amazing sounding voice. Mm -hmm. So those three components are three things that your listeners can work on right this second. They can change their breathing. They can change their melody. They can change their volume. And those three changes will, make, will take them from a level two communicator and speaker to a level six communicator and speaker. And when you're a level six, people are really listening to you and there are life changes involved. Mm -hmm. Well, excellent, excellent points. Going back to the melody, for instance, to tell us a, uh, to tell us a bit more in, in real, how many... How much an average person is really changing the the note? How an average person hmm. an average person does what we call jump melody, hmm. where they stay on the same note, same note, same note, same note, same note, same note, jump, same note, same same note, same note, same note, same note, same note, jump. So they may have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven or eight words all in the same note, and then one word that might go higher. So it's about seven to one, an average speaker. Seven notes the same, maybe one note different. But what I'm really looking for is maybe to have no more than three words mm -hmm. have the same note before you go to a different note. Mm -hmm. No more than three notes joined together on the same note 
before you go to some other note. Because like I said, people get bored. <laughs> so no more than three notes. <laughs> I like that. No more than three notes before you pick before you pick another note to go to. Yeah. Very well okay, very putting in a very practical way so I can also remind it. Huh? <laughs> See, and now let me count you. Putting a very practical way, that's four, so that I can also So look how many notes, putting a very practical way so that I can, you just did eight notes and before Oops. you got to also, so you did, isn't that funny? I said people usually do eight words normal <laughs> and then one note higher. You just did eight words normal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. So I, <laughs> I, I didn't, uh, <laughs> I didn't learn the lesson so quickly. <laughs> There's still yeah. time for you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and well, also, well. and also, you're in different parts of the world. More or less melody is normal. So, for example, if you grow up in Japan, they are the young person in Japan growing up is not taught to have a ton of melody. It's not. It's most Japanese mm -hmm. Japanese people speak with more monotone and less melody because. That's more culturally accepted. Mm -hmm. so, so where you live, are you in Finland? Yes, in Finland. So maybe in Finland, there is in general less emphasis on melody. But I'm not about just trying to help you or anyone create a voice that works for their particular hometown. What I do is create a world voice for people so that they can communicate on the world stage, so that they can go mm -hmm. online and communicate with everyone in every country that they can reach. And a world voice is much more powerful than a local state or country voice. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic points, Roger. Now I would like to ask you about the importance of doing the vocal exercises. I have people do vocal exercises every day for somewhere between eight to 12 to 15 minutes. And the exercises are specifically designed to warm up the vocal cords, to get all the muscles that are connected to the vocal cords warmed up and to, to begin to control and regulate how air comes into the body and then how air comes back out of the body and relates to the vocal cords. So the exercises really set up the instrument of your voice, your larynx, the voice box, the vocal cords, the air, your diaphragmatic breathing, your lungs. It sets all of that up so that then you can move into the day and communicate on a much higher level. Exercises, vocal exercises, are similar to the analogy of a runner who stretches before they run a race. A professional Olympic athlete would never run the race mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. they stretched all of their sure. muscles. Sure. And that way, their muscles perform better and they avoid injury. So, most people believe that speaking is not an Olympic sport, except I know that speaking is <laughs> or should be considered an Olympic sport. Yes. And so you absolutely cannot warm up your voice just by speaking. In order, mm. in order to do that, 
you'd have to speak from very low in the range to very high in the range mm-hmm. and speak on so many different words, vowels and consonants and speak with so many different tonalities and control the air. But most people speak in one area with one volume and one sound. So their speaking voice is not in any way effectively warming up their voices to accomplish the communications that they need to accomplish during the day to have successful relationships and businesses. So everyday exercises. Every day. <laughs> and that's and it's a small price to pay to spend six or seven minutes to be able to then communicate like a world-class communicator the whole rest of the day and night. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> It sounds like a good deal, right? Yes. <laughs> Roger, could you tell us what is your favorite quotation? One of my favorite quotations mm-hmm. is by Thomas Jefferson, who said, I apologize for the length of this letter, but I didn't have the time to make it shorter. And what I want people to understand from that and mm-hmm. learn from that is that most of us are just content-based. We, we think as if we are getting paid by the word. So we let word <laughs> after word after word ramble out of our mouths, <laughs> thinking that we're convincing anyone of anything. But we need to stop worrying about the amount of words, <laughs> how many words come out of our mouths, and we need to start focusing on less words and more sounds attached to the words because it is the sounds that are attached to the words that make people feel something emotionally it is the sounds of the words that connect us together relationship wise it is not the amount of words the amount of vowels and consonants so stop worrying about being a run-on sentence and worry about being a song that you are singing while you are speaking that entertains and engages and moves people emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. Roger, and I'm very curious that as you are a, a singer, a coach for singers and now for speakers, what could you recommend us as a, as a book that could be really something that has been inspiring and influential for you? Well, I want to start people directed towards where they can learn more information about the things that I teach mm-hmm. and where they can get where they can get some free content, free exercises and a lot of information. So those people that are interested in learning more about this and are looking for the right book or audio presentation, they should go to my website theperfectvoice.com. theperfectvoice.com and you should Just download four free videos mm-hmm. to start learning more about the techniques. Then if you want more content, it's available for you. If you want more books, if you want more audio programs, if you want to come see me live, there the information is there on the website. But they should start by just taking what I offer freely. And that is free videos to learn more about the way they should sound so that they can They can equate sound success with life success. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Uh, I will add this on the, on the show notes of these episodes. And I strongly recommend the, all the material that the video and audio material that Roger has is really, is amazing. So you have to check it out. And Roger, you already has told us a lot of practical things, how to improve the voice, the melody, talking about volume, breathing, exercises. But could you finalize now with a final exercise that we could add to our habits routines? Something we call it a routine to shine. Here you go. I'm now taking out my little keyboard. I'm going to give you one vocal warm-up exercise that you should start every day with, whether you're in the shower or whether you're in the car, before you begin your day of communication. I'm going to give you one great vocal exercise right now. And the word is GOOG, G-O-O-G, GOOG. GOOG, G-O-O-G. And the exercise sounds like this. And then you breathe. And you keep your volume the same. Just follow along with me. Because there's a, a little delay, just let me do it. Go, 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 Go 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 So that very simple exercise, gug, with you breathing in through your nose and letting your stomach come forward and then singing out while your stomach is coming back in, that very simple set of gugs and gugs is your opportunity to warm up so that you can literally shine for the rest of the day, as every sound that comes out of your mouth has more melody and has more volume and has more influence and creates better relationships and better businesses and makes you feel better about yourself. So practice makes perfect. Practice makes the voice shiny. And that's my, that's my last hint and tip for you today for your followers. Thanks a lot, Roger. And it's preferably to do it uh, during the mornings, right? That's the best? Well, yes, because then your voice is going to be warmed up for the day. Mm, for but the rest of the day. Mm. If you can't do it, I'll take any time that you can do it during the day. It still makes your voice stronger and thicker and makes the muscles more active and healthy. Fantastic. Roger, thank you very much for the interview. I could spend the whole day talking with you. You have so much to, to tell us, <laughs> but I know you have other things to do. So I really appreciate your time for this interview. Could you finally tell us, you mentioned already your website, but what are the other ways we can follow you or learn more about you? Just start at the website, mm -hmm. the, theperfectvoice.com. If you're interested in singing, 
and you'd like more free content on singing, mm-hmm. you can go to rogerlovesingingacademy.com. So I would just start with those two resources. They're free. They're available. You could start right today. As soon as you've heard this broadcast, go to either theperfectvoice.com or Roger Love Singing Academy and click on the link to get your four free videos and start changing your voice today. Today. <laughs> That's the way. Thank you very much, Roger. It has been a pleasure talking with you and all the best. Happy holidays, Oscar. Thank you. Bye-bye. Dear listeners of Time to Shine, this is the end of today's episode. If you like our show, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or for more information, visit our website, www.timetoshinepodcast.com. Welcome to listen to us again next week.